This is the open bar, opening bar. Actually, I think I forgot this part. <laughs> Thanks for listening all up in your car. YouTube Live is where we are. Wait, are we J Mike? That's my co-host, by the way. They sorta call me Gabe on the mic every booze day. Oops, I meant Tuesday. Though really, who's to say? I think it's about time to press play. Go. It's all it's all the same. I'm good so. with poop. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's okay. I can... We're live. <laughs> I'm over it, man. Trying to. <laughs> I yep. can smell something good coming there. <laughs> <laughs> He said, I'm, I'm good with poop. Like, what? Good with poop. <laughs> I just got over it, you know? I mean. <laughs> I, wait, you, you so, do you. hold on. Um, we have fathers here. Have you literally been uh, just rained on with, with poop before, like thrown at you? Not like just changing oh, diapers yeah. and things, but like thrown at you? Have you have y'all been? Uh, not thrown, I've been Peed on, puked on, never thrown, but I've been yeah. pooped on, yeah. Okay. You've been pooped. I, I mean, I've been pooped on, not not by a, a child, but in fantasy football for sure. Well, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going someplace else with that. Yeah, I was a little worried. <laughs> what, are you, what are you guys doing down in Austin down there? Huh? <laughs> He's got these music Look, videos on the dark web. Good yeah. intro, man. <laughs> he brought hey, that man. back over from Europe a couple years ago. I've been yeah. here. I've been here in a couple weeks. I'm trying to get this fire intro <laughs> off. Yeah. Drip, drip, drip. Uh, oh, that's awful. Um, yeah, the at, at the at the at the. I guess just sheer nervousness of of sharing this with you guys. I remember one time, I can't remember which daughter it was, if it was the first or the last, but essentially I was changing a diaper and uh, it was very early on in like, I don't know, probably in the first nine months and legitimately uh, she, you know, there was, there was a fart and then there was action behind that fart and it actually legitimately shot and I had to jump out of the way. It literally shot all the way to the wall behind me. Um, so literally, there was a trail of poop from the bed <laughs> to the wall uh, of where she tried to take my life. It was it was absurd. <laughs> take your life. <laughs> if if you're a father, you probably have those type of stories. Um, Gabe, uh, you know, not being not being a dad to this point, I, I don't know that you've had to jump out of the way or, or dodge uh, artillery, if you will, dodge rounds. I mean, I got 130 children every day, but I sure as fuck hope they are never, ever going to shit on me. <laughs> <laughs> Verbally is fine. Not in that sense. <laughs> Verbally is fine. Um, wow, J. Mike. You, wow. Wow. Um, lots I'm of people have shit on. More than, um, more than I've anticipated. What about Pete? You? Any shit? Been shit on? <laughs> yeah, I'm shit. It's good. <laughs> what are we talking about? Um, no, my kid. Like one of my kids was an expert at peeing around his diaper. Like he could literally just piss on you. Didn't matter. He he went around it somehow. I still don't understand the physics of it. Wow. Um, another one was pretty good at timing it. So that every time you took the diaper off, that's when they went. That that was pretty fun. And uh, yeah. Yeah, beds, walls, yeah, the lot. Kids, kids like to shit on things, man. <laughs> what they do. 
So do we. That's why we play fantasy football, right? Yeah, I feel like it's just such an easy segue, you know? Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> Natural. That's why every podcast all starts this way. Yeah. I think... <laughs> why Why aren't there more sh- shit metaphors as part of a fantasy football podcast? Exactly. Um, and speaking of that fantasy football podcast, we are indeed live it is the open bar it is me gabe the bun ah it's up tonight i am not ff hair down all right i'm 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 here for business i'm not ready to have a good time uh i don't do that here i'm hoping that no one else will be doing that either um but i am here with a a very good pal of mine my partner um j mike how are you tonight bro today what a day what a day what a day uh, i i'm i'm grateful to be here uh didn't know if i was going to be able to make it with this random not random uh obviously back to school's in session so the the kids are bringing home all sorts of gunk and in in nursing them back to health here i am uh coughing dying hawking up nastiness and fighting off fevers and stuff but but here i am parents still i rise you know what i'm saying you know what i mean week one can't hold me down you know why hashtag sammy season yes <laughs> let's go so let's I, go i i'm watching these games this week. first of all how many flu games do you have like a year on this podcast you're a fucking machine at, but, at least two at least yeah <laughs> so watching the games and you know first and foremost uh w- w- watching our jaguars do oh, i don't know if i'm allowed to say that but <laughs> considering <laughs> sammy's season but i'm watching and of course everyone's adding you and i'm thinking of you and thinking of our jaguars and thinking of course all at the same time um but i don't think sammy watkins was the only tout that you are you know religious to that did enough at least to talk about <laughs> care to share any more any I, uh, get your flex off my man listen 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 i you know i don't want to brag i don't uh, want to i don't want to you know you know yeah. ff humble over here you know <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> <F-F humble. laughs> fuck that needs to happen on twitter because <laughs> ff humble flex uh it's the yeah, so hashtag John Ross season. <laughs> Give it to me. Hello, John Ross. Welcome. You finally have a good coach that will actually leverage you. Don't you shake your head, Shug. Don't you don't you do it. Ha- hashtag uh Rojo season. Mm. I saw my man do work. He was legitimately trucking people. Mm. Not sure if you guys saw that or watched that game, but he was running through tacklers. I don't know if it's the extra cheeseburgers that he was eating this offseason or if this is just something he was waiting to do. Uh, until Jameis was on his last leg. But, man, uh, it was a good weekend for the hashtag brand, aside from Duval going down to Kansas City. But if they're going to go down, you might as well go down in a blaze of Samuel L. Jackson Watkins lizard man glory. I I mean, what have, what have we been doing for the last, what is it, six, six, five years, six years with with old Sammy? Sammy Biscuits. Gee whiz. About time you give us the gravy, my man. <laughs> Sammy so, Biscuits. I like that. So is it is it going to be is it going to be 
um, Mikkel Hardman season after this? Is, is this all that we're going to get? Is is this his equivalent to Amari Cooper from 2019? I'm I'm frightened. I'm frightened. This is this this you're watching the Phoenix resurrect as we speak. Uh, we can <laughs> start calling Sammy Watkins Gene Gray, and we can just you know just go from there. Uh, Sammy Watkins is an X Man. Uh, Miko Hardman, he can be like Storm or. You know, somebody off kilter like that, Gambit. I don't, you know, whomever, somebody like that. Maybe even Rogue. You can give him Rogue, perhaps. But right. yeah, that's that's just what I'm saying. Okay, um, so still still standing strong behind him. It, we are live here, by the way. We we got people in the chat already. Um, hey. Zach, uh, it sounds like the television went fuzzy during the Tampa game, <laughs> or at least during the Rojo game. Uh, or the Rojo carries rather, and uh, we're gonna have to watch the, watch the tape back, huh, Pete? Huh, Pete? Segway into one of our guests tonight. We've these are all vets, man. This is easy. Yes, we can just slide. Yes. We can just slide through. They don't even have to talk about themselves like our guests are usually doing to open and close shows. Like goodness gracious, our guests are annoying, J. Mike. Um, but these three, <laughs> they're they're probably just going to go in and out. And we can just get right to the football. Um, did you watch the tape on Rojo, Pete? Nice to have you, man. Uh, of course, yeah. I've just been grinding uh, tape um, really uh, for the last couple of weeks now, um, you know, as long as it's been out. And um, <laughs> I got nothing for you, man. I'm just waiting. Like, I, I've been promised more data in like three months. Apparently, they're doing the collection of it over the next three months. And uh, I'm just in a holding pattern until it all gets here. Okay. I, I don't exactly understand or know how they go about collecting the data for football, but um, looking forward to it. Yeah, looking forward to it. And Rojo well, we're sucks. We're happy to. Oh, there it is. There it is. Oh, I did. I did read that it was supposed to be a the, the same timeshare um, going into next week's games. So <laughs> we we can't get too excited, J. Mike. I'm not. I'm not going to start. Listen, right. I, I, with if if nothing else, Sammy Watkins' health alone shows us that apparently, according to Twitter, you have to take the victory laps when you can. You you can't <laughs> wait for you can't wait for the logic to uh, set in. You can't wait for really calm. Really really calm when you when you've got John Ross and Terry McClellan uh, off, offering you victory laps. You can't wait on that. Like <laughs> right now, you have to take it right, right now. now. Like, get in while you can. Yeah. Hey, I took I took my I took my DD Westbrook victory lap first half, and then we started piling up on the fact that you know Foles <laughs> went down. I don't care. DD sucks. So you know what? I took my victory lap. I ain't pro. I admit it when I'm wrong. But hey, you know what? DD still sucks. I think we've got. <laughs> I don't care. He's gonna be standing at his Hall of Fame ceremony. I don't care what you say. I don't care, man. He still sucks. Sorry. Right. Still sucks, dude. Sorry. I think we had like three Back -back. top twenty-four Jaguars wide receivers, and uh, and I don't see that slowing down. I don't believe um, that. But okay. what? <laughs> what say you, Peebles champ? Happy to have you on the show. Happy to be here, guys. I want Jay Mike to sing the the DJ Shark song again from the from oh, the Blitz yeah. today. I I really enjoyed <laughs> that, man. I'm just saying. 
I, I, listen, listen, if, if you haven't checked it out and Gabe, I'll get this out of the way so you don't have to destroy me for it at the end of the pod. Uh, <laughs> this week's edition of the Dummy Blitz uh, gave a quick, quick nod to my, to my big brother, Zach, uh, from the Dynasty Dummy, Zach Reed on Twitter at Tass and Assassin 13. Uh, hey, and and DJ Chark. Yeah, a little, a little DJ Chark action um, to the tune of four for 146 and one. Uh, I'm just saying, you know, we, we can we can we can be as uh, as I don't know what the word is. Maybe prudent uh, is the word. We can be as wise as we want to be about certain players. But just want to throw this out there. DJ Chark, uh, there, there's a song about the man. There is uh, life to the man. And he was what was he? Second round pick, Gabe? Second or third round pick? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Chark. So so perhaps perhaps just maybe. Uh, we could be looking at the beginning of something beautiful with him and Minshew, uh, and not to mention Chris Conley. What? I mean, there are new three top twenty fours. That it's the Rams all over again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> listen, that's the listen. We're, we're in Duval. We're dealing with the real Legion of Zoom. It's the real Legion of Zoom. <laughs> uh, all those guys probably run four three. I'd imagine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we can keep running the, the the streak route and drop dimes like that. We'll be all right. <laughs> um, Stompy, he did indeed say in DDD say that uh, DD sucks. The man who said it, his name is Tyler Belaski, host of the Tyler and Eli Fantasy Football Tips podcast. My friend, how are you tonight? I'm good, guys. Thanks for having me on again. Third time now, I think it is. Yeah, yeah, we do it. We're doing it a little different this year. We're going to be doing it live, probably Saturday night, Sunday morning. I got a new job, so I don't know what my schedule is going to be like. So we're going to do it live, and uh, we're going to tell it how it is, and we're going to tell it how it is that DD sucks, and you know, that's how it is. John Ross, you know, one hit wonder. I don't think he's going to do it again this year, this week. So yeah, we tell how it is. You know, that's how it is. <laughs> just, 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 real, just real quick, Gabe. Let me interject uh, for sure, T, real quick, because he's he's uh, acting he like a real he, he he's acting like a real Tyler right now, not like it should be. <laughs> I just want to bring him back to to earth a little bit. Um, there were literally two wide receivers this week better in a PPR league than John Ross. One of which is the lizard himself, Sammy Watkins, uh, and then the other was Deshaun Jackson, who literally destroys teams every single revenge game he has that that's what he does so literally those two not juju not hopkins not ty all up in your eye none of that only only john ross was the number three spot so you can say what you want to the man got 12 targets he's finally being leveraged by a by a coach who we hope can actually get the most out of this group um so yes is, is this his one hit yes but this is like oh wow <laughs> Look at, look at, look at some realistic Cadillac funky music from Outcast. That was wow. That was one hit, and then all of a sudden, an amazing career flourished after that. So, I'm not saying John Ross is Outcast, but maybe, just maybe, he's maybe he's big boy. Maybe more like Latoya Jackson. That's a reach. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing with with the the Jacksonville and and uh, John Ross. They're playing from behind. Of course, they're going to throw the ball. But he's not going to be consistent. None of them are going to be consistent. So, yeah, you got one hit. You got one. You got one week. Let's see him do it over the the, the course of the season. I don't see it happening. 
game. You got a rookie quarterback and you, you, you got a court, rookie quarterback in Jacksonville who was supposed to be working at Home Depot or, or Lowe's this, this past week. <laughs> so it just it just it's not going to make sense. <laughs> oh my God. No, they literally. I think they pulled him from like Home Depot or something. He was no, he was going to go coach. He was going to go coach like uh, like Washington State or something like that. So he wasn't even going to be playing, and they pulled him back. I don't think it was quite that bad, Tyler, but it True. was bad. <laughs> Kansas Kansas City's defense is, is pretty rough, but you still got to like the completion percentage and stuff. I, I, I'll, help, I'll help you out a little, J. Mike. <laughs> I'm not. I'm listen. I'm I'm not. A, I'm not one to argue. Uh, the, I'll I'll let the facts speak for, speak for themselves. John Ross, wide receiver one currently, as is Sammy Watkins, and you can't take this away from me. Oh, I have no problem with Sammy Watkins. I mean. Uh, but again, let's see. Like his history, his history is horrible. Hopefully, right. with the Ty, Tyreek Hill injury, that's going to help him out a little bit coming weeks. And you know, they they do play Oakland this this coming week, so that's going to he's going to stay up there. But the other guys, no, nah, I'm I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'll give you Sammy. I'll give you Sammy because he's now the new number one, other, other than Kelsey. But it's just a matter of him staying healthy. It's always been health with him. So yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. see how it goes. Man, that, but. Goodness, that that crossing route and, and just that the the moves he made within like three steps is just like w- weird. To I've never seen that from him. I don't know. Uh, he just looked he looked different. <laughs> made made Taylor Ramsey look real bad, real yeah. bad. Uh, and, this is and, this I, is not a this is not a film touting podcast. By the way, we we just you know <laughs> observe here and there. Whatever of, of of players that move swiftly, <laughs> how they look. Gabe, here, here's the metric that you need. Sammy Watkins, the fastest wide receiver in the league. Then, if that's what 40, like. 46.8 points this week. Okay. Wide receiver one. Those are some numbers you can work with. 46.8 yeah. points. Wide receiver one. Player one on the week. That's all. And that's and all he that. is that now on his team too. The the you know wide receiver one considering the, the Tyreek injury I, I don't see why he's not considered a you know top 10 option and at least until Tyreek comes back and even when so what 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 gives huh Pete what Gabe what? Uh, I said I said your hair looks great tonight for one now you're just telling lies <laughs> No, sorry. Can, can we, I like zoned out when J Mike started talking about Rojo and someone else mentioned John Ross, and I was like, oh, all right, none of this matters. Cool. What we this is J Mike's night. This is J Mike appreciation night. We've been waiting so long for Sammy, John Ross, and Rojo just to hit at all, and then <laughs> for them to for them to hit all at once on week one. I mean, let Rojo didn't necessarily per se, but he he certainly impressed more than anything from last year uh, and to just for that to happen all in week one j mike i'm so proud of you man I'm so proud of you listen man I, they grow up fast they grow up fast uh, <laughs> all the effort and the hard work you put into training them and uh really get them ready for this one it's pretty impressive all my no, son. i'm happy for you man it's a nice one place thank you uh, let, let me ask you guys, though, what, what, from, from week one perspective, what were some things or what was a thing uh, that you really enjoyed seeing? It doesn't have to necessarily be a player that you loved 
or, or someone that you touted, but what was something that you saw uh, that you were like, yep, that's that's super encouraging to see? Super encouraging, like from a fantasy perspective, because you started off with something we just love to see, and that's kind of a different question. I was going to say uh, Tyra Williams being a wide receiver one for a team again was something I really like seeing. You know, the fastest wide receiver in the league. That worked. <laughs> he is. <Yeah. laughs> I mean, they tested it once, they proved it was him, and they never showed us any more data. So as far as I know, that's still true. Yeah, from a personal standpoint, I actually liked watching the Bengals hang in there against Seattle. I just expected them to get blown out, and it was nice to see Dalton spreading the ball around, and I actually look like a decent team despite the fact that they have lost four linemen. And But then from like a bigger perspective, boy, watching Deshaun Watson last night was one of the most fun things I've ever seen in football. Wow. He is just a blast to watch. Like, I, yeah, I, I'm be quickly becoming a huge, huge Deshaun Jet Watson fan, so. That was a hell of a game last night, and just watching the way he he just commands the offense, and I like the the running and the, just the everything. I really like watching him. Someone someone had tweeted that too that he that he may not be the best quarterback, but he sure as hell is one of the most fun to watch. And yeah, that was a lot of fun last night. Kind of made the week. Yeah, for, played for all right. Me, was, for me, it was the old guys getting the job done. Larry Fitzgerald put up almost 30 points. D-Jacks, almost 40 points. You know, Tom Brady, you know, he's 41, 42. You know, they're getting the job done, you know. And I don't know if they're going to repeat next week because, you know, Fitzgerald, they went into overtime. But he's got that rookie quarterback. He's going to rely on someone older, more experienced. D-Jacks was a homecoming game. So I think maybe they're just feeding the ball a little bit more. And Tom Brady, you know, he, he probably will repeat because he's got Antonio Brown coming back and possibly Gronk coming in a couple weeks. That's what – you know, some of the people are saying, but yeah, just the old guys getting it done, you know, the slow and steady, realistic, realistically slow and steady uh, veterans out there just getting the job done, putting their head down. Mark Ingram going off for almost 30 points or so. So yeah, just the old guys doing it. That's why I was really impressed with that. Ooh, can I also have another one? Like two undrafted free agents being the top five running backs. That was fun. Hey, yes, sir. How about that? Pretty Who cool. were they? Austin Eckler and Chris Carson, wow. especially on the heels of your your Dynasty Crossroads episodes, <laughs> the, the the UDFA's matter. That was that was fantastic. I'm not saying I control the NFL. I'm just saying there's a strong correlation. All right. <laughs> now there's what, what do you tell me? What do you tell me, Pete? There's, there's causation and there's correlation. So, so you, <laughs> you're telling no. me you didn't cause this, right? Common Correlation does not mean causation. Common, common <laughs> misconception. If it, if it, that's not true. No. <laughs> um, and you know, you're welcome, Jake. I see he's in the chat, and this is the only way I get to talk to him. So I'll be like, you know, I, I gave you week one for DK Metcalf. Like, figured, figured you deserve that. Josh Jacobs too. Just thought I'd give you some nice presents. Week one, like Jake hasn't been on the crossroads now for about three months, and like this is the first week that I'm really glad. the The amount of gloating that is going on in his house right now, where no one can hear, like it, it was the old J Mike week, but it was the old it was the old John, uh, Jake Anderson week as well. Like everyone he liked in this draft class did well. Kind of sucks. A lot of, <laughs> lot of rookies. <laughs> yeah. yeah and, uh, go ahead, Dwight. Yeah, a lot of the rookies did really good. I think they were remarking on that on – I don't remember what I was listening to. I listened to so much stuff, how 
that it was like a historic week for the rookies to all be that good. There was, I think, four of them had over 100 yards receiving. Um, yeah, it was just a different. You don't usually I, see that quickly. You know, it was pretty impressive. I think it was. I think it was all the rookies that we didn't expect to be right. good either, which right. is, <laughs> you know, all the pe- all the guys that people hated on forever. And not not saying that, that I touted him whatsoever, but it's just funny to. You know, see Marquise Brown and yeah, McLaurin, and, and then the the Sanders and the and the Monty just dead. Tank, yeah. Like, boy, howdy, is it uh, gonna be interesting? <laughs> yeah, they, they they said it was was it four four wide receivers, four rookie, and 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 usually, and not to say this isn't the case, but usually it's a case where people talk about how we we're punting. Uh, rookie wide receivers, right? We're 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 trying to wait because we don't want to we don't want them to come out the gate and stink up the place because it takes them a while. And then I think they said three different receivers were either at or above 100 yards, and somebody else was in the 80s. I can't remember who they DK. were. But I'm, yeah, DK. Yeah, so, DK so, was in 80, and then Hawkinson also went over 100. So that was the. That was, that, four that, that was a nasty one. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I, I really think the second year wide receivers are going to eat rookies this year. Like they're going to eat their lunch and just make you forget them. Like I, I did not like this wide receiver group. The ones that I like mostly did well this week. Um, DK Metcalf was on the borderline, Jake, but he looked good. So did AJ Brown. I like Andy Isabella and Q Harry, and that was about it. And everyone else is catching long distance variance touchdowns. But these second year wide receivers are all. Uh, they're all doing well. It's the most likely breakout year in the second year, and they all were better in college, like like a lot better in college. So, like, I, I if I'm gonna not re- overreact to week one, it would be someone's gonna make the 2014 comparison. Uh, like everyone's tiptoeing around it. Like this isn't. I really don't think this is that. For the the, the the rookies or the second year. The rookies having an impact is going to remind people of 2014 eventually, but it, I really don't think this is that. I think we want these second-year wide receivers who got better opportunity this first week, right? And and just struggled a little bit for one reason or another. But like even Cortland Sutton came out, did something. I still favor Sanders, I'm, role, but I, I'm so Sutton's run. <laughs> no, I agree, Peter. I don't think there's a single wide. I don't think a single wide receiver one will come from this class. No. There'll be a lot of there'll be a wide a lot of wide receiver twos. Maybe Nikhil Harry, maybe 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 DK. It look, DK looks like he's translating, which was the question. Um, but yeah, I really think like Christian Kirk had like what twelve targets this week. Uh, like that that's that's the biggest story for me than rookies getting a hundred yards. I mean, keep your counting stats, man. Keep your counting stats. <laughs> I mean, so, and, and looking at sorry, Jim. Like, uh, touch base on the rookie wide receivers again i mean or at least marquise brown particularly like was just incredibly efficient like i don't even know what the fuck happened that game <laughs> i think but, he was in for 13 snaps or something yeah like that. i mean i mean how, how does insane. one do that and and you know aj brown similar didn't didn't right. play a whole lot of snaps but who did was mclaurin and right. just he was in an Those two didn't make much sense to me, but McLaurin for sure, just because of the opportunity that he had, that is something that I could see happening um, more going forward, just because of the opportunity kind of um, just in a situation where it's difficult for him to, to fail, to at least have a a safe floor. Um, How, how 
good he is, not entirely sure yet, but it certainly seemed like a pretty decent uh, first game outing. Right. I'm, I'm like in Metcalf out of Seattle. I mean, he had, he was, I believe, a lot of targets way before even um, Lockett had a target. So I, I think I think Metcalf by the end of the year could take over that wide receiver one in Seattle if he keeps going the way he's going now. Yeah, he's a good complement to Lockett. I, I like their their skill sets opposite each other and stuff. Yeah. What What in the world, Tyler Lockett? What, what? <laughs> Seattle man, come on. <clears throat> And Minnesota Soda out here trying to be like a discount Seattle. Oh, yeah. On the other hand, uh, you know, speaking of things that I actually might be able to, you know, bring to the conversation instead of just vague English shade, um, like everyone's fading Pittsburgh right now. Like I think people are worried about all their Moncrief and James Washingtons, and I'm not so sure it helps them. But um, I really expected their volume to drop this year, and it probably is going to with that uh, wide receiver who will not be named for right now. Uh, but um, uh, like their air yards, their opportunity game one, and I know it's a bit of a shootout, but we've got one game to deal with, which we do here. It was like on par with Arizona. Both of those teams look like they're going to throw a ton this year again. And um, so if, you're disapp- if anyone's disappointed with players in Arizona and Pittsburgh, both of them look like good targets right now. I think the volume is really going to be there. I couldn't believe the the sets they were using with Arizona. Right. I mean, just yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> John Johnson got double digit targets as a wide receiver three. Yeah. <laughs> on the offense, yeah. it's. Uh, I mean, if, if four wide receivers they're getting eighty percent plus snaps, like right. That yeah. there's no offense in the NFL that does that, and and you obviously it's it's due to uh, Klingleberries. <laughs> that he's running here and we'll, we'll see how it progresses but yeah a lot of air yards that's for sure the, the there's there's so much to unpack with what we just talked through that but but i want to go back to one thing real quick um specifically in arizona you can you can get a ton of those guys and and probably not pay a ton uh to be able to do so like uh, and, and they talked a lot in the chat about it. Christian Kirk obviously got the 12 targets. I think he was four for 32 on the day. But what was encouraging was the fact that similar to that week three game in the preseason, which I think maybe I put a little bit more stock into than probably I should. But I, but I, I, I watched that week very closely specifically. And in in that game against Minnesota, we watched him. He, he didn't get the start. But the very first time that he hit the field, they threw a corner route to him in the end zone on on the very his very first snap, and so we watch we're watching a guy who they definitely want to I don't know if features the word, but I think it's a guy that they want to definitely leverage, and if he's and not that not that Kyler's going to be throwing it fifty times a game, but so many of those guys can be viable for you even Demir Bird, uh, I, I really like the fact that you can go get any of those guys and probably play under. Uh, what they're likely going to be worth for the season. I'm super excited for Arizona. But 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 with that said, something was asked in the chat. And shout out to everybody in the chat that's rocking with us. 9.30 p.m. Eastern time, Tuesday evenings, never late, always on time here at the open bar. Uh, one of the questions was asked, and this was one of one of my favorite probably questions that we've had or that we that we're able to we're able to talk about right now. Uh, Jake Anderson, the executive producer of the open bar. What up, big fella? 
I hope everything's well with the, the youngster at home and the family and everything else. Uh, he, he asked the question, who's everyone's biggest buy this week? Um, and, and Peter, I, I feel like this is just a natural transition into what you did uh, in one of your leagues. And, and shout out to the FF Spaceman, Dave, uh, who sent me the link. He dropped the link to the uh, league that you guys are in where you went and bought Juju. Do you, do you want to talk about either either Juju or or, or just what – what pushed you to go and buy him for this right now? Have I have I bought Juju? Was it was there a trade I'm unaware of? I I didn't think that was <laughs> in the league I'm in with uh, with Spaceman. It's a thing. I got to go check now. Kind of excited. Now I'm, I'm just going I, to I've done a few you. things. One of them was uh, I did get Juju on one of my rosters. Um, oh shit! Yes, I have Juju Smith Schuster. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, you definitely do. Ah, uh, wow. Yeah, I did not know that trade had happened. Uh, uh this is a live reaction um yeah tell us tell us tell us no, trade, oh, tell us trade. Son of a bitch. that's a trade i offered forever ago and that guy's i think <laughs> i gotta figure that out yeah um i'm not overly happy with it but i'm not under happy with it i didn't realize i'd trade no um yeah this is a hefty price it's josh jacobs and adam thielen and i do not remember sending that off <laughs> um <laughs> Go figure. Uh, I, I, I guess I drink, and I'm unaware of it. I will say I've <laughs> traded for him in two leagues now. Once I traded Austin Eckler for like a first-round pick and then a tight end, because tight ends are thin in that league. But I then flipped that first-round pick with Stefan Diggs for Juju, and I thought that was a much better deal. Like, that was just before the season started, and that's kind of where I think the value's at. Uh, that one, I know I'm going to have to go bitch and moan. I'm not going to reverse it, but I'm going to bitch and moan. Uh, buy it because that was a really bad trade. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Stefan Diggs in a first or something like that, if someone's come that far down on Juju, I really think he could be um, the dynasty wide receiver one uh, by the end of the season, which presents a lot of value since everyone's nuts for wide receivers in dynasty. I like it, man. For me, it's David Montgomery. I, I'm, I'm still really high on him and what he could do in Chicago. When he had the ball, the few times they got the ball to him, uh, he looked amazing, just still mm -hmm. forcing missed tackles like he did in college. So he's one I'm targeting pretty hard right now um, this week. You know, But I really like the Juju take, too, though. If I could get any sort of anybody skittish on him, I would target him in a heartbeat. But I think most people are going to hold on to him pretty tight. You got I'm going to try to shoot for uh, either Chubb or Mayfield. You know, Cleveland laying an egg for the most part. You know, they're supposed to come out hot and heavy, and they didn't do anything. Um, so I'm going to try to steal one of those guys from someone and hope they turn it around. And But, you know, as Dwight said, you know, maybe a lot of people probably hold tight to them, but try to steal something from them for one of those guys. So I'm going to look at – even OBJ, you know, he didn't do – he did okay, but, you know, they're supposed to come out hot and heavy, blow up, blow up the, the world, and they, they got their world blown up instead. Give me one of the rounds. I was an what about you, game. Gabe? <laughs> the, the old Browns game. Uh, yeah, we're saying a, a buy low or just buy in general? No, just just a buy in general. Just a big buy, buy for you. Um, shoot, man. Um, you know, I've, I've got I, one loaded up. If you want to think about it, I was kind of intrigued by the Colts. Uh, that they were still good. <laughs> <laughs> and, and competing and Brissett looked 
or excuse me, brisket, Jacob brisket. Mmm, lather that thing up, baby. Put some barbecue sauce on that, brush it up. Give me a beer on the side. What is that? Twelve ninety nine for a half pound. Giddy up. <laughs> Kobe brisket, baby. It's Jacoby brisket season. All right. Uh, and TY's not dead. Max not dead, if that's your vibe. So, I mean, uh, I don't know if that's a – I feel like people still probably don't believe just because it's not Andrew Luck and it was a, a game. I don't know. Or if or uh, Paris Campbell. Go and get yourself some Paris Campbell if that's uh, your thing. I know this – Rookie class of wide receivers, Peter, is is elite, to, in your opinion. So if uh, you can go and get yourself some Paris, all right? I could fuck the world for 72 hours. <laughs> Peter, that look on your face. I don't, I, I don't know what to say. One, that's the opposite of what I said. Um, and two... <laughs> <laughs> Gabe has had a longer day than me. Uh, good good for you, Gabe. Let's go. They're always there. For I like that. Care. <laughs> I like that. We're, we're few and far between. Uh, the, yeah. <laughs> I, I am the, the, and I think you mentioned it earlier, Peter. Did you say something? Wait, was it you that said something about the sophomore wide receivers? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I think a lot of those guys are going to end up being very undervalued. Uh, Maybe not Michael Gallup because everyone all of a sudden is coming out of the woodwork saying that they're touting him, which uh, I I don't know that I heard a ton of that last year. But but God bless you if you if you like Gallup, that's awesome. Um, But but a lot of those guys I feel like can probably be had for uh, cheaper prices. So your Anthony Millers, whom I know Dwight and I are huge fans of. Uh, Peter, I think you mentioned him as well on your pod in terms of uh, someone whose college profile was fantastic. And uh, even and I think that he's still coming back, obviously, from being injured. So uh, if you can get Anthony Miller for cheap, go go make that happen. Uh, Sutton, who got a ton of catches late, uh, didn't do a ton early, but got it. It did work later. Um, James Washington, all those guys, any of those sophomore guys, if you can go get any of those guys. Um, that would be fantastic for you to be able to leverage that. But also Terry McLaurin. And and I, I will be the first to say I am not a huge and wasn't a huge Terry McLaurin fan early on. But um with with all with his drum beat this uh nine-point scoring season, shout out outhouse. Um with 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 the drum beat that he had and, and the ability that he showed this week. Golly, man, he's he, he could him, him and Trey Quinn, I like that tandem in Washington. Um, but, but also one more guy I want to throw out there that that I'm excited about, uh, just moving forward in general. And, and I don't know how you guys are going to feel about this, uh, but we saw my man Allen Robinson uh, really be fantastic. Yes. <laughs> so we saw Allen Robinson, guy, dude. God. Yeah, e- even even with Trubisky doing his best Bortles impression. Uh, we watched Allen Robinson be fantastic. So, uh, if it's a case where, and, and I see, I see you, Commissioner. Uh, he said he's he's selling a Rob, which I would be happy to buy from you. Uh, mm. Curious what the price would be there, but uh, I, I'm 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 here for Allen Robinson being the lead dog in Chicago on an offense that I think will get it together uh, sooner rather than later. Um, Even if it doesn't, and, if it does, if it doesn't, yeah. then he's he's there to collect. Yes, hundred percent. 
hundred percent. The and I'm curious what you guys think about this this group uh, that finished this week wide receivers twenty six through thirty. Uh, and, and listen to this list right here. Are are these guys that you'd like? At all, and and I want to come back to the sophomore receivers here in a second because we need to talk about Dante Pettis because <laughs> that's that's something whatever's time. going on in San Francisco. We we've got to talk about that. But this group uh, wide receiver uh, twenty six through thirty. So these are points, literally sixteen to fourteen points last week. Uh, so we've got Calvin Ridley, Josh Gordon, Julio Jones, a hey, uh, Tyler Boyd, Chris Godwin, and Kenny Galladay. Any of those guys that you'd be targeting at this point? Because again, that's wide receiver twenty six through thirty, and they gave you fourteen points. Like that's man, it's kind of wild. Yeah, all of them. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't they think did, any of those they guys did what are is expected. Up. That is yeah. a fl- that is a solid floor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What'd you say, Dwight? I don't think any of those guys would have a dip in value though, just because of their twenty six through thirty this week. I mean, all those guys okay. are pretty. Yeah. I like the question on the screen, though. Like that's a huge one for me because I've always been a huge Corey Davis fan, but I, I think I'm about out out at this point. As long as he stays in Tennessee, for sure. So, yeah, we'll we'll get let's. I yeah, we need to talk about that. I know I brought it up here on our screen. In case you're not watching us live, I I threw up a comment from the chat. Um, if you're if you're watching live, J. Mike and I do that from time to time. If we think you said something interesting or funny or just we want to troll someone that is on the show, <laughs> um, anything like that. But uh, other other takes on those. What was it, J. Mike? Twenty six to thirty or so between uh, Howdy and, and Tyler. What do y'all think about those guys? I'll I'll take the first three: Ridley, uh, Gordon, and Jones. Uh, you guys can have Boyd, Godwin, and, and uh, Galladay. I want nothing to do with them. So I, you don't I, I like John Ross, I and you don't like Tyler Boyd. No, no. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't even draft him. I wouldn't have drafted him. I'm not going to trade for him. I maybe even pick him up off waivers. But obviously, the first three, yeah. Gordon may take a little hit if if AB does play. Um, but Ridley, any of the Falcons, you know, they just had a bad day. You know, the bad day for the Falcons all around. Uh, but he, obviously Jones is going to turn it around. He's still going to catch his 10 to 15 balls a game, two touchdowns for the season. But, yeah, the bottom three, no, the top three, yes. And you guys can have Pettis, too. We talked about him. You can have him. Yeah, we're not going to find him between 26 and 30, though. So, Yeah. <laughs> I guess of that group. You, I, you're I, saying, you think two snaps? Two snaps don't put you in the wide receiver 30 <laughs> range? You don't, never, unless you're Marquise happen, Brown. No? <laughs> oh, I've, I've never liked I've never liked Pettis. So you, again, you guys can have Pettis. So you guys can take him. Yeah, I mean, amongst that group, Galladay is probably the one that I, I wouldn't go after. He's just still too high. The price that people ask for him is, I, I just can't do it. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know what to make of that offense right now. Like, I, I live in Michigan and was here watching the end of that game, and it was just. The Lions just don't have it together. Like I, I just don't know what to think of them. I think they have the, one of the most talented running backs in the game, and they don't know how to use them. And they just frustrate me. The whole offense frustrates me. So it's a hard I mean, pass. I'm, I think I'm. I think I'm with you. Or just to with throw it out there, maybe Carry on Johnson isn't Saquon Barkley. He's not Saquon Barkley. He's he, just he, he 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 a talented. Yeah, he's a top twenty-four talent. Sure. 
That's all we want. I that's think. what he's and, getting. And they're not treating him as such, even even. Right. <laughs> yeah. Can, can I get top twenty four talent with top twelve situation? No. Uh, and it's and and I think that I think the issue is that uh, th- th- no, that's the thing. I think. I think coming in, we were hoping that it would be that that would be the case. I, think I know, I know. Right. It's been driving me crazy for weeks now. I've been asking about this, and everyone's like, <laughs> "It's because Carry On Johnson is so good," and now it's the team's fault. And it's like maybe, maybe, maybe he's just not so good. He can make a situation top twelve because that's a Saquon Barkley level talent. Saquon Barkley can make the Giants a top twelve situation. Carry On Johnson can't make the Detroit a top twelve situation. And everyone who thought he could was over there for skis, which is fine. We all have to go over our skis for players that we like, but we can't rewrite how this works to like make up for the take. Like he, he's not good enough to change I mean it's just one game, so fuck he's probably gonna prove me wrong in about three weeks. So I better shut up. <laughs> well and you can you can account for the take too with, with guys that are currently top twelve that do do we really believe that they are going to you know keep this Steady yeah, exactly. with with Eckler, you, you know, with with your boy Carson. John Ross. Carson like John might Ross. be Carson might be more believable than Eckler, or maybe Eckler is just considering the snaps and how he was used and and whatnot. Or Chris Thompson, Singletary. I mean, Malcolm Brown, like all these guys that are top, you know, twenty or so in running backs. That I don't think we all necessarily believe in this situation more than we would with Carry On in Detroit. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't. I, I, I would still go carry on over all of those guys. Yeah, I mean, uh, carry on's a good player in a situation where it should get volume, but it's going to be mixed because that coaching staff and that team has always mixed the volume up. They've always used more than one. But, I mean, you've got top 15 upside, and, you know, with the potential of we can dream, right? But we've he's already done been drafted far above that, which is the point. Like, we can't go back and change that. Which makes him a losing value at this point. Oh, for sure. <laughs> that I mean, right. it, the the price was too damn high for in the start. I mean, if, if, whether you're talking dynasty or redraft, I think both were third round draft capital. So you're certainly like, not returning on that yet, and possibly not for a while. We'll see. It's like one of the very few things that worked out to plan. So I'm like, I'm like all about it. Like we can talk about TJ Hawkinson and just own the shit out of me. If you want to make sure you got that beep ready, but <laughs> that shit was weird. All right. But before we, 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 have been hanging this on the board for too long and, and Dwight's been wanting to talk about, he's just, he's just waiting to throw CD in the trash. He's ready to oh, move on no. to, to an iPod an iPhone, a shuffle, anything he's done. With what about, CD. what about a zoom? What about a Zoom? The Zoom. Oh. Zoom. The, the Legion of Zoom. <laughs> Dwight is ready for the Legion of Zoom. He is done with CD. He is ready. <laughs> who, who, is, who is a part of your Legion of Zoom, Dwight? Who's better than Corey Davis? Come on. Good Lord. Like 90% of the NFL right now, it seems like. <laughs> <laughs> on the Titans. Oh, AJ Brown, Delaney Walker, Derrick Henry all out received Corey Davis. I think just about everyone on the team. Travis May was at the stadium. He caught more than Corey Davis. So yeah. We're we're all good. It's yeah, it's it's tough, man. It's tough to watch. I just I watched him at Western Michigan, just fell in love with his game. And I think he's immensely talented. It's just 
I don't know what's going on. Like, I wish I'd love to be a fly on the wall and see what happens behind the scenes. Um, I, I, I just don't get it. And yeah, I think I would be out on him, but the problem is I don't think you can get anything for him at this point. So, not it's, it's by it's yeah. by Corey Davis season. If you're out on him, it's not your season, I guess. <laughs> right. But yeah, it's painful, man. I agree. Three socks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe he does. He sucks. I don't. Know. <laughs> it was against the Jags, right? It was against the Jags. Like, just am I forgetting? The no, Cleveland. Cleveland. Against Cleveland. Against Cleveland. Cleveland. Right. Right. I, I actually rather have pretty good read, coverage all night. He got three targets. It's one game. I, I, that's that's all I've got. Like, I'm still in on Corey Davis, but it's painful at this point. It's really painful. I'd rather have DZ <sighs> Westbrook than Corey Davis, and I don't like oh, yeah. either one of them. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, he's bad. I don't. He's he got a five. He, he got a five in the power in the power rankings of Scott Fishbowl. Okay, I ranked him five because he's garbage. <laughs> That's a little behind the scenes right there. <laughs> so if you drafted him, you got a five. All right. And a five is not good. In, in five the, is not in good. Five is like with the scroll. Like, yeah, I, don't yeah, think, I, say, I don't think we know the scoring system. All right, yeah, five, five is not right. good. You, I get we've said bad and terrible and nasty things. We we get it, but if I can get my high horse just a little bit, like anyone who's projecting like a twenty five percent target share to drop the three targets in game one in the his third season, I you would you were joking. Like that, no no one was making that serious of a prediction like that for realsies. Like no one's serious or knows what they're doing. Like it was unexpected. Um, and he did improve in year two and he has a phenomenal volume, which is one of the best signs that a player isn't actually bad. So like it's going horrendously badly, but I still yet to see anything that proves he's bad. He's obviously been struggling. He's never really managed efficiency. Like I would take that over just he's, but I don't, no, he's bad. This was a tough, tough matchup in week one with AJ Brown being a good talent on the other side, offering an easier matchup. Like I, I'm just still not ready just to go. Okay, he just can't do it. Like last year was, he, he earned he earned the volume threshold last year that I think he's a, he's earned a couple of games in 2019 before I write him off. That's all. I think yeah. it's just nuts that you know before this season and all summer. And I know it's only week one. <laughs> right, right. It's it just very, it's very odd that the Tennessee Titans just lit up the the Super Bowl. What Super Bowl are we on? Forty six, five. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. do what we're doing. Fifty, 54? 50, 53, 58. I don't know. One of those Super Bowls coming up. So the beat the Super Bowl champions, um, allegedly, and. Before that, we—I mean—they were just being hated on so much that that Mariota could not be a quarterback in the first place, you know. Let alone support a top twenty-four wide receiver, a top twelve tight end, have a top twelve running back, or be a top him. twelve quarterback like and, he was once. Yeah, and, and, and now and now we're the up until they start they turn the game around, like all the way up until they turn this game around in week one. Everyone was convinced. I was getting more messages about how how much does Mariota look like a value now because I happened to say that this offseason. And then they turned the game around and suddenly, oh, Mariota's now good. Corey Davis is trash. It's like, 
Right. Like, so five that's minutes the, ago, you were all convinced Mariota was trash. Like, yeah. So it, it was, it's all these things that were being carried along the, the trash wagon, but Corey, Corey Davis is still here, but everyone right. else is fine. Right. <laughs> right. Mariota, Henry, Henry's good you know, AJ Brown, who played like Henry fucking Brown. 30% of the snaps, whatever, and had, had a great game and, and, you know, did fine. But why, why would we leave Corey Davis behind if now we were – not necessarily convinced, but at least have our eyebrows perked that maybe the Titans aren't that bad. Maybe Mariota has a fire under his bum to get an, uh, an extension for two more years before he's a backup on the Los Angeles Rams. I don't know. I don't know. He's getting the raw deal like the first wife or the first husband, you know. They're there with him through the poor times, the rough times. They're there with him when they're sick, when they're striving to make it. And then they finally hit it big and they dump him, divorce him, get a new fancier wife. And everyone's like, hey, your new wife's awesome. Well, it's like, well, what about the first wife? He struggled through through the Mariota injuries and the terrible game planning and the running it into the line over and over and over again for minus three yards. Like, let like can we not be that jerk who just divorces the first wife like can we not just uh, maybe appreciate that Corey davis struggled through the bad times and now maybe it's a little bit better like not throw him away like he was there for us man he was there for us <laughs> producing solid top 56 wide receiver numbers <laughs> for game after game just useless target after useless target get like let's 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 roster respect him at least <laughs> let's put him in roster the day respect. roster respect like this is that this is what it's come to to defend Corey davis i'm talking about xy you got that ambition baby look in his eyes <laughs> bro dwight 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 i literally have just been I was, that was gonna be my next point was that kanye already rapped about this yep. <laughs> he said and they're gonna keep calling and trying and you stay right girl and when he get on he leave your ass for a white girl. Right, girl. Like, it's happening. It's, 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 this is what this is what Corey Davis is about to Poor do. Oh, Corey Davis. Uh, leave your ass for a white boy. <laughs> That's, what That's, what be. That's what it's going to be. That's what it's going to be. Um, I just I just find it interesting because uh, obviously they bring all these new additions in, but but really if and and Peter, one of your pieces this off season really um, made me do a lot of thinking about. Uh, how I view well, it, it was a, it was a vacated targets thing, and that right. really made me think a lot about how I view someone's piece of the pie per se. Right. So obviously, uh, Humphreys comes in, and he only has one target out the gate, right? And obviously, we're we're dealing with super small sample size, one week. Humphreys comes in, AJ Brown comes in, and literally AJ Brown gets one more target, and he just so happens to get the completions where Corey Davis, in his instance, if you watched on his three targets. It's not that he's like being draped or anything. It's that literally Mariota just missed him bad. And so what happens if he's the one that's catching those same crossers that A.J. Brown did and doing the work? And, and believe me, I like A.J. Brown, love his route running savvy, love the fact that with the ball in his hands, he's super sneaky and really good. Um, I just find it interesting how if he if he catches two of those for any sort of yardage at all or scores or anything, like this is a totally different conversation. But anyway, uh, we can we can leave that alone. Um, we we can we can try to move on to something else at this point. What what else what else do you guys want to talk about? I feel like there were several things in the chat that Pettis, I saw. That we were... Oh, Pettis, Pettis. two two snap Pettis. Uh, mm. it, it, is he, anyone he's motivated? 
like the two pump chunk, <laughs> two snap pedis. Yes. <laughs> 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 like, man, I know. Sh- Y'all gotta right? watch the show for for that <laughs> shit to happen, man. Yeah, uh, reminder that this show is live every Tuesday at nine thirty <laughs> Eastern ish, and, and you may have heard this the the grunts from J Mike just now. You're you're, you're used to hearing <sighs> him sing so beautifully and eloquently, but my goodness, the grunts are indeed eloquent as well. Okay, so get in here live to to see him do that again, and I'll I'll, I'll probably just take the clip and put it on Twitter anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Two Go ahead, Jamie. No, I'm just curious. Uh, I, I I tweeted something out, but it, and I don't know how how heavy you guys want to talk about Pettis. Uh, I'm I'm not the biggest Pettis fan, but I still think it'll be good. But is anyone is anyone kicking him to the curb at this point? Anyone excited about him? Uh, what what do we see with Dante? Okay, I'll talk again. I mean, fuck it. Everyone's tired of listening to me, but I'll do it again. Fine, fine. Um, I, he's someone that I'm looking forward to picking up off the waiver wire when whatever truther is holding him drops him so that I can kick him to the curb, if that makes sense. Like, I'm doing it with Josh Doxon a lot right now. Um, it's Aww. cathartic for me. So, like, uh, I guess you could say I'm ready to kick him to the curb, but I need the person to drop him first. That helps. Right. I'm not out on him, but I'm not seeking him out or anything. I think I would probably hold him. I'm a little worried about Jimmy G, honestly. Like, I don't think he's looked great late, even looked good in preseason, even looked good yesterday. Um, yeah. I mean, he's Pettis is obviously talented, but I just worry about the role that he'll have there in that offense. So, the guy, I'm not buying him, but I'm not getting rid of him. And I'm not, you know, trying. I, I don't even think I'd pay a second for him. So, like, Ooh, has, yeah, has, I, but I, just has, because I don't want him, like I don't want to get him. Right. I think he's all right, right but this is the one that Tyler's going to like that's, watch. That's no, what, that's I, what I, Shannon, I, I think that's what Shanahan says too, but he doesn't say it like that. He's, he says, uh, he looked good on his two snaps. Right. <laughs> he looked really good. He was doing work out there on his on his two snaps. Jeez, serious question because you, know, you know I I don't do a lot of quarterback evaluation, but has Jimmy G looked good for more than he's looked bad at this point? Like I'm not sure how how many games he's played that he looked good in. Like I honestly don't know. Like uh, I know he looked according good according to. Like, excited but i don't know if that was longer than the period he's looked bad according to sfba champion and friend of the pod friend of ours sam lane aka stompy uh jimmy g has never all caps looked good so oh all right uh, <laughs> oh, i agree with that i agree yeah, with that. that's that's hard to say considering the man himself the way he does hey. <laughs> i mean it's a statement wrong, crazy man sharp and dreaming <laughs> so so i guess no is, is the okay, answer nice. appreciate <laughs> and should should you're out you're you're 100 out on pettis right i'm 100 out on all the 49ers other than kittle and possibly coleman that's about it okay and coleman's got no the high angles i just be bad i think this just might be a bad team by a lot of the decisions but I was assured there were geniuses behind all of them. And I was like, okay. Right, right. <laughs> I was excited to see the good, good, like everyone else. But like at this point, 
can we not just say like they're, they're bad across the board? They're bad drafting, bad trades. Uh, they've traded for players that haven't worked out. They've they're, like nothing they've done's worked. Like it's all been bad, and we're pretty far in now to not see like this. Like everyone. Right. Oh, stop. 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 I mean, but yeah. Oosh. Okay. My fault, all time <laughs> favorite players, but I don't think he's a good team. Dwight, you're saying John Lynch, one of your all time favorites? He's one of my all time favorite players, but I just don't think he's made a lot of good moves as a GM. So, yeah, it's 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 tough to watch because yeah, like Pete, like Peter said, it's they keep selling it up. You know that Shanahan's all this and all this. And they keep puffing it up, puffing it up, but maybe it's just not that good. You know, and they've got some pieces, but yeah, no. <laughs> Rough. Not a great division either. So with the Rams and Seattle and yeah, so it's gonna be a rough sled for the Niners this year. So bad, so bad. Shame. The <laughs> it really is. Uh, totally can, can can I, I want I want to throw this out there real quick, Peter? I, I think that you may have a context for this to some degree i was doing some research uh prior to the show tonight uh and i was looking at just the wide receiver scoring uh in Mm -hmm. in ppr leagues and i posted a tweet just talking through how uh, basically it took 24 points this week to be a wide receiver one which is kind of bonkers and i was on i was on a website doing research shout out to fantasy pros and i was trying to find hey was there ever a week in history where it took 24 points uh like as as a minimum to get to the wide receiver one and i did not find one year in the last probably ten, nine, nine or ten years where that was the case uh and, and perhaps it's just the inflated scoring in terms of the passing and whatnot but uh even when you look at the names in in the wide receiver one group like half of them no no, no probably like a quarter of them belong and the other quarter don't it's kind of gross, <laughs> but 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 of the of the current top twelve, and I'm curious of your all's thoughts of the current top twelve, um, a- excluding like Hopkins or Ty or Keenan Allen because those are names that we're we're accustomed to. Are any of those guys possibly at, like at all at all uh, possibly guys who could stick in not maybe not wide receiver one territory, but just in the vicinity? So like Sammy Watkins, obviously he's got an awesome, awesome opportunity. John Ross, Marquise Brown, Philip Dorsett, well, well, uh, Larry, Larry Fitzgerald, obviously he's there. John Brown, DJ Chark, Jameson Crowder. What? What? And fourteen catches for Crowder? Like what? The crap. Um, Seriously, he had more expected points than any other wide. I'm just gonna stop talking. No, don't. <laughs> Gallup was a fringe. Gallup and Cooper were back to back, by the way. Twenty two point eight points versus twenty two point six points, um, fourteen and fifteen respectively. But I, I, is there anybody that that currently is up in that stratosphere where you're like, hey, they might have a chance to to give us a year that that we did not see coming? For me, Sammy's the only one, honestly. Yeah. As long as he stays healthy, I think in that offense he will be in the in the top twelve. I, I don't. I don't. I mean, yeah. Go ahead, Gabe. I wanted to throw out the name Byron Pringle earlier, by the way, just in case you want to make another bet on the Chiefs really deep if you've got room. That's neither here nor there. I just forgot to say it. 
Can't they released them, didn't but, they? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they, they picked, picked Peter. They picked oh, Peter. Oh, did they? I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. After Hill went oh, down. Peter. Peter's hanging on. And- <laughs> That's all I do, man. I just hang on. And hanging on by hang a Pringle. On. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. And maybe, maybe in a PPR crowder, maybe. Because Jeez. yeah, because Gase did that to Landry. So like what's to say that Crowder's not that Landry type that's gonna get 125 catches this year for you know 900 mm-hmm. yards and three touchdowns. But you know. It's in the realm of possibility. So, but I think I think uh, I think Ty. I mean, I know that that is kind of ex- he was going like a top twelve guy, but he wasn't once Luck retired. I mean, everyone had him down right. beyond top twenty, you know, beyond top twenty four, whatever. So I, I mean, if if it's like this with with brisket. Uh, that that could certainly keep going, and and he he appears uh, his his motivation score Peter, which is now <laughs> being recorded um, each and every game uh, via players' tweets and quotes and things. His motivation score is is very high going into the season, saying that he was dedicating this season to um, the aforementioned Andrew Luck, who is now retired. Oh man, so, now I got to root for him. Oh. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I like Crowder though. Nice. I like the That's like nice. Crowder like could be it. nasty, man. Man, the, the Robbie Anderson love was was too lit this offseason. And um the, yeah. <laughs> there's no way that one Jets receiver could be trusted. And, and again, it's only week one. This is not <laughs> what's going to happen, but it, it's certainly evident that it it's it's not going to be obvious who the, the best Jets receiver is from week to week. Is anyone really excited about Demarius Thomas being a Jet now? Or is, no. is that nope. just a no, nope. big nope? No. Okay. He'll be, he'll I mean, be I mean, back in week five. All right. <laughs> That's probably right. It, it's, it's at least nice to see him reunited with Gase. It's just too bad that Peyton Manning has been retired for three seasons now. So Right. right. <laughs> I, think, I think there's that. Belichick the, just needed to trade somebody to the Jets to complete his all 32 team trade or whatever. I saw that. I saw that. That was cool. <laughs> the, let, let me ask you guys this. And Peter, uh, this is this kind of plays on one of the things that you that you talk about or that you uh, did some research on. Uh, there is one team, guys, uh, and this is counting ties. So if a guy has like the same point uh, score as someone else, there's one team that has three wide receivers technically in the top 24 Jacksonville and that include that includes ties <laughs> not Jacksonville great <laughs> yes DD no, I know he was close though I was looking he was close yeah <laughs> he was close though uh there's one team <laughs> you guys have any guesses on who who got three in PPR in PPR leagues PPR leagues and I'm chat not... if you if you get this right I'm, I'm gonna shout you out as well uh, who who what one wide team receivers? has three, three wide receivers in the top twenty four? Oh, it's uh, got to be uh, the Patriots. Not the Patriots. Oh, okay. I'm I think I'm out of guess. <laughs> I think I should. Stop yeah, Ju- Julian Julian Edelman finished at twenty. He's twenty sixth. Ah. Hey Sam Lane. Hey, I see you in the chat. I what didn't expect that. I didn't. So wait, Cobb right? finished. Cobb finished top <laughs> yes. twenty four. 
Cobb had 16.9 points, which would have put him, again, with the ties, as wide receiver 24. Okay. How about that? I, I was I was about to ask y'all, and because I had no respect for Cobb apparently, but is <laughs> uh, maybe we should have the question the question of can Dak support three wide receivers <laughs> in the top twenty four, not just two? My question was going to be for two, because uh, I, I think that for like yes, Dak is that late round QB that everyone's been on a little bit, but he hasn't had a whole lot of QB one weeks. He's just kind of been hovering around QB one. So can he uh, support two wide receivers um, in the top 24? Well, I want to start with this one real quick. Being a giant, being a giants fan, the five of us could end up in the 24 top 24 receiving the giants can cover anyone. So those numbers, I think probably be a little inflated a little bit. However, he could definitely support um, Cooper and Gallup. Cobb, you know, maybe not every week, but probably by, you know, handful of weeks every week. But those numbers are inflated because the Giants are horrible. Their secondary is garbage. Yes, right. I said garbage. He only had 32 <laughs> like said, attempts. The- yeah. He only had 32 attempts, and this time he only targeted Zeke twice, which has been, you know, so can he support those three guys along with Zeke and also get Witt in five targets a game? I don't know. Weird thing is, I think all three have the talent. Um, I'm not yeah. sure they're going to do it because it basically takes Peyton Manning to have three top 24 wide receivers. So I don't think it's going to happen. Like the Rams were the next. Or Jared Goff. Whoever. Yeah, right. Or Sean McVay. Let's just say it straight, right? Let's yeah. not lie to the people. <laughs> and Cobb was going to Or whatever his damn name is, uh, looks, looks like he's pretty good. And all three players have the mm-hmm. talent. I don't think it's going to happen. But uh, honestly, I don't know who I'd. Right now, again, go back to Gabe's point that he's the only one who's made that point. There's only been one week. Um, but right now, Gallup is the one that's getting the most opportunity, um, no matter how you want to quantify it. Uh, so Cobb looks like the most likely to fade. But just thinking history and skill set and where they work on the field, I wouldn't be more surprised if Gallup was more highly volatile and Cobb's more consistent. He's got the Cole Beasley role, and he is a lot better than Cole Beasley. So... Like, I could see those two, maybe. I, I, I mean, I'm, it's probably Gallup, but there's a there's a path for Cobb to do it again, is what I'm saying. Uh, and, J. Mike, I, I don't have enough week-to-week data to find the last time in a week someone needed 24 points <laughs> to be a top 24 wide receiver, not without crashing um, this by doing play-by-play data. But I can tell you, like, a <laughs> top 12 wide receivers average 17 points per game so i would say it's extremely rare for top 24 to be the threshold to get into the top 12. that's amazing like it's absolutely amazing like it's a like it's a boom of a week so i'm curious if that's the trend that we see moving forward or uh, if this was just an anomaly based off of some some huge weeks by guys that again uh, may not crack wide receiver one again in their careers right <laughs> so right. like you know we, we, we're dubious of john ross and philip dorsett and uh dj shark and and again jameson crowder getting 14 catches which is bonkers um in, in that same game and, and i'm sorry to bring up you know more bad news for you should uh <laughs> but but one of the one of the guys that i was super excited to see and maybe it's too late to try to go and get him at this time um and just in in the giants passing game uh, I, I, I'm a big fan of Evan Ingram. Obviously, he he destroyed with 14 targets this last week. 
someone else who who I noticed in the preseason, I got, and I got him in a few places because he was just free on the waiver wire. Cody Latimer, uh, he had eight targets uh, on the week, and 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 you could say what you want ab- about it, but but if he's if he's gonna be the if he's gonna be the second target getter at least while Golden Tate is out, uh, maybe he's someone that you can pull up on your team and maybe sell for uh, any any sort of price uh, at this point until until Tate comes back because he again he was second in targets on the team. Just saying, yeah, he's gonna be a great bye week filler for you, and and. Uh, you know, Shepard's not going to play this week, most likely with a concussion. So, yeah, fire him. You, know, you may not fire him up, but I'd go get him. Yeah, I like him. Mm-hmm. I have him on a couple of my teams. So, that's a great point. I like him. Obviously, keep him for a dynasty league. If you have dynasty, get him on your dynasty team. He's going to be there. Him and Daniel Jones. I don't want to be negative, but I would not do that. <laughs> Like uh, Lattimore clogged enough rosters for a long enough time. Like I think it, it, there's real potential that could be trade value if he does get a few points enough to be a starter. So it's worth it from that perspective. So I, I don't entirely hate it. Um, can, like, I, can I just put like a note in here? Could we circle around to Mike Evans at some point? Just hey, let's talk about like it. Hear someone nope. talk about that. Go for uh, it. No, you, I'm. You got first dibs. I'm looking to have content provided for me on this. Like, I think my track record, I'm complaining about Mike Evans' efficiency is long and well-established to the point that I actually ended up being the one defending him uh, as probably not going to be, you know, taken out by um, Chris Godwin. And week one, it actually happened. Like, Chris Godwin fully cut um, Mike Evans. And I'm just wondering if, you know, anyone thinks that's going to continue because... I know I, it feels like a by Mike Evans week, and I'm not sure that's ever happened to me before. And um, I don't know what to do. I'm assuming it happens to everyone at some point in their life, like most men. But um, oh, that's what my wife taught me anyway. But um, so I'm looking for some advice for people that have been there before. Like uh, when you thought that Mike Evans was a good value, um, how how did you operate? How did it work out for you? Is that, is that a good idea? Should I should I do that? Yeah, I'd go after Evans. Why not? He's the number one on the team. He's well, not not you know, not at the moment. Actually, he's number. That's that's wow. That that, that I'll, that's I'd the take that, him. yeah. That's the yeah. That's good. That, like, his, oh, histor- historically, right right, right now like, he's number four on the team. Literally, I felt like well, oh, then you can buy him cheap. Then then you can buy him cheap, and then, then you'll be fine. Like, yeah, is anyone worried? The, is anyone worried the off-season narrative is going to come true? I mean, Scott Barrett made an argument for it, and he's he's pretty serious. Like, he wasn't just hot taking. Like, is this the start of it? Does anyone think this is the start of that? Or I don't. No. Okay. Okay. That's just okay. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I I'd be. I'm just more worried about the the Bucks than than anything. Not necessarily. Oh, that's a good point. Um, like. I, I don't, you know, watch the games, obviously, because, you know, I'm a geek and stuff. But um, didn't, like, four touchdowns get called back on offensive holding penalties? And is anyone really mad at Jameis Winston if he got, like, five interceptions, which I think he did, and four touchdowns? Wouldn't it be more like, oh, Jameis, Jameis going to Jameis. Jameis <laughs> is going to, you know, he likes to throw it up there. He's, he's a gunslinger. Oh, good old Jameis. Instead of, screw that guy. I hate him. I hate him. He's terrible, which seems to be what it is now. It's like if those four touchdowns get scored and OJ Howard is like 
strut walking around town. And are we mad at Jameis anymore? If he's not, if he's not, if he's not going to throw the, I mean, he needs to throw him first. He did. He threw touchdowns that were called back for offensive holding penalties that he had nothing to do with. So Cam I mean, Brady. that's what I mean. Like, yeah, four of them, all four touchdowns got called back. Okay. Well, so Cam, I hit. Cam, Cam, Cam Brate was going to be Cam Brate was going to mm-hmm. be t- tied in one. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> with, uh, right. a couple touchdowns. Yeah, they both got called back. Demar Dotson uh, had two holding pennies. It was it was awful. But uh, with with what we're looking at right now, and and this is another one of those games that I watched intently because uh, obviously for the for the for the Blitz podcast, but for for just trying to figure out how the heck do we even operate leveraging Tampa Bay right now because I feel like we're living in the upside down. So right, yeah. Chris Chris Godwin leads the way with six targets. Three other guys have five targets, and then uh, Mike Evans. Obviously, he's six. So so the question becomes: Okay, James is obviously James is obviously struggling. Mike Evans has consistently been someone that we can lean on as ending the year with what was it, Gabe, 1,200, 1,300 yards, whatever it is. He's going to be someone who's going to, by the end of the year, give you uh, the counting sets that we're hoping for and, and end up in a place that, you know what, I'm really happy I got Mike Evans. The the, the problem becomes at this point with the with the the new coaching staff now, it's another it's another negative, even though we were excited to see B.A., uh, uh, Bruce uh, Arians to be able to get his hands on Jameis. We're watching him still have his happiest feet. We're still watching him struggle under pressure. We're still watching him be erratic with the ball. We're still all the same things, all the same things that we've not been excited about for Jameis. He's still doing the same things. And now um, we've got Chris Godwin being someone who, at least in, in this one game, uh, and again, not sure the the why behind it, but we're watching Mike Evans not get the market share. And and I think, Peter, you mentioned this on one of your pods from the offseason. We're, we're watching Mike Evans not get the market share that we want him to get. Uh, and, and so now it, I don't I don't feel good about it, but he's also someone that has consistently, um, I, I guess, to some degree, buoyed Jameis or Ryan Fitzpatrick, for that matter, whomever's been in there. Uh, he's, he's buoyed the quarterback play there. So uh, I think he's still worth it. He's still super talented. And, and and if you can not have to necessarily overpay to get him, great. But but Mike Evans is someone I'm, I'm still excited about, even though Jameis has shown to be quite quite a bit inept uh, to a large degree in, in many instances. So Jameis offers no excitement at all. Uh, he's, he's frustrating to me, man. So frustrating. If you're Mike Evans, you ask for a trade out. Get out of there while you're still young and can still produce. I, I can't remember if he just signed a contract or not, but if I'm him, I'm asking to get out. I want out. Or bring in, I don't know. I, I'd want out if I'm Mike Evans. You're wasting my See, talent, I and 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 I, I want out. Hmm. That's valid, yeah. See, I think Mike Evans' talent could use a little bit of reining in, frankly. I, I thought Chris Godwin was overall good for him last year. It made him have an efficient year, having someone else. And not just um, Evans, but Humphreys as well. Like, uh, Mike Evans just left to run roughshod over target share, has produced great fantasy numbers, which we love, obviously. But um, from an NFL perspective, it's been really bad. Like, it's been ineff- that's what inefficient means. It means you're not getting as much as you should. You're paying more than you're getting back. And so, you know, Godwin, Humphreys last year, and Deshaun Jackson seem to, and this is what I was talking about on the pod, restrict, we seem to have 
seen the volume drop last year. He had less target share than he typically ever has. But he was really efficient on that target share, and it's one of his rare instances of efficiency. So I thought we'd seen the drop. Chris Godwin could fill into his own space, and Mike Evans could be efficient with high volume, and we could get the benefit of both. In other words, this was the case, the argument for both of them. Mike Evans would stay at 12. Chris Godwin is going to be a you know really good top 24. That was a theory. Um, and week one, it's kind of like, no, actually, it's just Chris Godwin. Um, like, Brashad Perryman hasn't many targets as him. And uh, what was it, Gabe? Week two? I forget. We're two weeks in now. <laughs> one weekend. Oh, sorry. Yeah, right. We're only one weekend. <laughs> so uh, we don't know yet. But, like, I was interested to hear, like, J. Mike broke it down really well there. I, yeah, I don't. It's, it's one week, and it's six targets to five. It's not like it was 54. Right. And Evans was sick. He probably had Sherman on him most of the game. Yeah, but I, I, I still think about Corey Davis uh, as well. Uh, that's kind of what I was saying about Corey Davis as well. But um, it, it, exactly. It's just a little worrying. There was a clear distance between Godwin and the other players who got the same kind of volume that Evans did. I, I don't I don't know. Uh, thanks, for, thanks for weighing in. I'm sure that- I see what you're saying, though. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I would agree that, you know, in, in all hopes of, of ours, even even yours, Peter, just for the sake of a human, you, even, don't, want him, you, you don't even you don't want him to be sick out there, you know, no. catching footballs, man. What if it was just the flu flu game? But that uh, back to the trade that could possibly I mean, of course, happen, uh, but also maybe not. I was just and it looks like J. Mike's could putting it here in the chat that that extension was just signed um this year the, the five year which would be interesting if if he was already hitting <laughs> for hitting the, hitting the trade button but i do certainly think that they might suck and they will just have a different quarterback next year um but man they just like yeah sure the the touchdowns were called back but even if they were um you know completed then he uh, Winston himself was incredibly efficient because he didn't, they didn't throw the ball at all. I mean, it was just a, a very weird, weird game. And it, it didn't, it did not seem Arians like. I'm not sure what that was. Well, he's going from Arizona with D Jackson and Fitzgerald to Rojo and a bag of nails for receivers. So it's not going to be his game yet. So I am. Let me let me ask you guys this. Uh, and and this is uh, this was asked in the chat, uh, and I think it was once again our executive producer who said this. Nope, just kidding. It was actually the commission hashtag Deltron himself. Kind of kind of spinoff from the Mike Evans discussion because he is someone that we were super excited about this year. Right now in Dynasty, uh, who is your 101 as of today? And in the chat, I threw out CMC. Uh, CMC is probably my 101, and I'm and I'm not sure how close it is, um, but he's my 101. What, what what say you guys? Look at you reacting off week one. What did he drop? 46? Oh, Oh, and and yeah, Stammies is 102. Come on, man. He was Come my on. he was my 101. He was my 101 before the season two. <laughs> I'm with you, Jay Mike. 
He's my one. Thank you, Dwight. It's close. It's really Gabe close. got the baby right there. Yeah, I think if you go him, <laughs> him, Kamara, Zeke, Barkley, they're all, I think, a lot closer than – like, I think you can make a legitimate argument for any – for me, CMC is number one. But just – I don't know. I trust that offense. I trust the team. I trust his skill set more. I think he's going to keep putting up the numbers that he's putting up. Um, I just – I think he's my 101. But it, it's close. You make a legitimate argument for several other. I mean, he's yeah, he's a cheat code, man. At this point, yeah. like, how how can <laughs> if you're gonna catch seven to to ten balls a week? I mean, is just on top of rushing the ball fifteen to twenty times. It seems incredibly difficult to keep that going, um, just for your body's sake. And he played a hundred percent of the snaps. It just yeah, seems hard Austin to, to keep really that good. going. But Austin Eckler is really good, man. Yeah, he had the second kind of best week. So why aren't we talking about the wide receivers, Peter? Who's our 101 at wide receiver, Peter? Are we talking Dynasty? Yes. Juju. Oh. He, you just traded for him, right? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just grossly overpaid for him. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Uh, and it's a little premature, but that's the thing. You're not going to get the 101 unless you're willing to, you know, overpay after they become it. And I like try and get ahead of it. And running backs pro- definitely have more value and more use. But the fact we're talking about maybe CMC right now, like a month after Saquon Barkley and everyone else is an idiot and they'll never change ever, 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 maybe CMC. It's the problem with running backs, right? They get they struggle. They're so dependent on so many different things. They get injured at a slightly higher rate than wide receivers. So I tend to try and lead wide receiver anyway. Um, but like I can't fault anyone going CMC or Barkley. I mean that's just that's just solid. But um, I think Juju could be the one hundred and one pretty soon. And so if you think of him as that right now, then you might be able to get a little bit of a deal on him. No, unless you're me, and then you overpay. I would go. With, I would go with Barkley. I mean, he's going to be the okay. offense for the next 10, 15 years in New York. Um, Daniel Jones is probably going to be starting by the end of this year, if not next year. So they're going to feed him the rock. And to make a little twist on it, you know, even Patty Mahomes or eventually could be up there at number one if he keeps slinging the rock like he is right now. You know, if he puts up another close to any five thousand or fifty again, then he could easily be the number one in dynasty. You don't take quarterbacks early, but he could be that one quarterback. You could uh, throw away your theories on it for that. Do you think it might just yeah, be too long? Like, it's not age with running backs. It's just the violence they put themselves through for our entertainment. Like, three right. years and people are already starting to get nervous if you haven't already seen an injury. <laughs> and Saquon Barkley is clearly another level of everything. Don't get me wrong. I think it's really fair. But I worry, like, now our hopes rest on Daniel Jones. Like, I, I think if he's the 101 for me, if I'm taking him there, and I would, to be fair, um, then it's for this year. If you, if you see what I mean? Like, I'm worried about stretching it out too far just because, man, it's, t- it's a tough position to play, you know. Well, you can always cut bait. I mean, you get four, so. three, four years down and then cut it, cut bait, and then, you know, but I, – I guess that's like a, he, yeah, I mean, you got you got to feel it out. Yeah, you feel it out, and just with any player, I mean, realistically, any player, like same with Patty Mahomes, you know, right. and he's getting he's getting leveled every other week. So, 
Yeah, it's just it's just the whole injury. <laughs> nice, nice. Him and his uh, you know, quarter of a million dollar watch on his hand. Yeah, why not? Yo, you know that's only that's one person that put that up. Y'all know, y'all know. Everybody here, if you if you rock with us, the open bar for any time between now and what two and a half years ago since we started this thing, uh, you you know one person put that on the screen. Period. Uh, <laughs> Ob and for those that are listening, podcast form, we're laughing. Uh, the banner here on the live screen says OBJ one hundred and one. Uh, so, so, Gabe, do you care to explain yourself, or do you feel like the the, the quarter milli watch just solidifies everything for you? I mean, you just said that I've been preaching that for two and a half years. Pa Howdy, yeah, Pa Howdy just got done saying that these running backs touch the ball a lot. And that wide receivers have the this thing called longevity. I mean, let let's let's do the math here, fellas. Should, <laughs> shall we stick to the whiteboard, the chalkboard, if if we need to take it that far back? And, and for you, McGriff, all right, Deltron Deluxe here. <laughs> Come on, he, he, I I did like. I, it's fun to watch uh, that Browns offense when when things are moving and and. Um, Richard Higgins there to catch some <laughs> balls that uh, should be thrown to OBJ or Landry, but you know Higgins just happens to be open. No, Higgins is great; he's a good route runner and whatnot. But uh, he didn't play a lot of snaps. I mean, I'll uh, take him over Didi. Oh, oh God! <laughs> oh, Let's go, Shook. Let's go, Shook. <laughs> Anyway, okay. sorry, Gabe. Cut you off. Keep going, Gabe. No, I'm just I'm just trying to figure out like what range of wide receivers that we're talking about with you, Shug. I mean, like, <laughs> hey, I just want to score one weird ADP wide receivers again. between like 50 and 70. You're like, no, fuck him, fuck him, take him over to Yeah, I said it once. I'll I don't say it like again. DD. I just, just like want to score the most points. So, yeah, but with who? <laughs> You're running Cody Latimer out there. Just be honest. <laughs> yeah, these, see, these <laughs> wide receiver Yo, seventy-eight. Cody Latimer. Y'all laugh. Cody Latimer's about to get ten targets this week. Y'all gonna, y'all gonna, y'all gonna rue, rue the day. You will rue the day. I'll, I'll be back next Latimer. week. I'll be back next week. Yes, I'm gonna be welcoming you with open <laughs> arms too. Commit. I mean, I'm uh, Shug because I'm I'm with you, Cody Latimer. Let's go. That's your New York Giants <laughs> Legion of Zune right there, <laughs> Sterling Shepard. Golden Tate and Cody Latimer. <laughs> Daniel Jones throwing the ball too. I mean, come on. Got, got a little space <laughs> Byron Pringle. Maybe, maybe a little Byron Pringle action on the bench there. <laughs> so Demarcus Robinson. It could happen. It could happen, JP. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like every open bar episode is just an attempt to try and get J Mike to hysterically laugh. Like, <laughs> and I think we've achieved that. So, I do it every time it's I'm on. It's inevitable, yeah. man. It's inevitable. Oh, man. I, I need that. It hurts. My body hurts so bad. It hurts so bad. But that just feels so good to my soul. It's good for my soul. Oh, gosh. That's good. Tyler, we, <laughs> so Tyler, good. we love you. I gotta make that clear, but this shit's too real. <laughs> Is that hey, a dirty you know, dim sock? Okay. I'll take it over, Didi. <laughs> I saw that. No joke. No joke. I would. 
I will give you money to trade me. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Can we um <sighs> hey, what happened to Keelan Cole while we're talking about Jacksonville? Oh man. He was That's he was bad. good, right? I'm not dreaming that. He was good. <laughs> no, they kept they kept dead dead now? Now? Is he dead? Oh right. Okay. He, he got buried. That was it, man. They uh, they kept drafting over him. They signed Conley over him. Uh, who, who else is in front of him at this point? Oh, Marquise Lee still somewhere. Maybe hurt. I don't know. Uh, but he's at, at least four, fourth or fifth on the depth chart. Just oh, golly, rough man. They hate them. Uh, they hate them guys. <laughs> Hating indeed. The the just real quick as far as one on one talk goes, and and again we talk longevity, and obviously Gabe, we're just gonna fight to the death, uh, not to the mm-hmm. death, just to the end of time, as it pertains to uh, OBJ versus Newt, but. Uh, while while OBJ was, you know, doing things against the likes of Logan Ryan, speaking of uh, gym teachers and cafeteria workers, uh, Adoree Jackson and and Malcolm Butler, uh, my man Nuke was doing absolute damage work against Marshawn Lattimore. Uh, not Mar, yeah, is it Marshawn Lattimore? Is that his first name? Lattimore, whatever. Who? Let's who go. With you got it. You got Let's it. Go with it. Um, I was think I, I was thinking I was mixing him up with the running back from South Carolina because I think that was Marcus Lattimore, uh, yes. who got his leg turned like something disgusting. Golly, you talk yep. about a guy who's really good in college. Uh, sad, sad injury. But um, you know, my, my man Nuke was doing work in prime time against uh, one of the one of the NFL's best. They say at corner. Uh, are you ready to yield? Uh, are you ready to bend the knee, if you will, Gabe, uh, mm. to to say that? That that Nuke is the superior wide receiver to OBJ, or are we just gonna keep going with this? Where oh, where the fuck is my band? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> come on. That okay. he he, he okay. dropped like three passes last night, man. <laughs> He's bad now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Hey, J. Mike. I don't. I don't care really because I don't like that argument a whole lot. No. <laughs> Just because I think that it's it's a one a one b situation. Like, I, <laughs> I, the only the only reason that I would care is for me to be a hypocrite or or something of the like <laughs> for for this sake right here. But otherwise, it, you know. It, I'm impartial. I think they're both really good players, and it's it's a one A one B. You can't lose. I just I just want I just try to paint you into a corner. That's all. I know. You you see right through my ruse. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the uh, and and typically, Gabe. I think two years ago we did this, but we haven't done this in a while. Uh, and I know we didn't do it all last year, but two years ago we did this. Um, the Thursday night game coming up. Uh, we, we would usually highlight it real quick uh, before we left and we talk about uh, anything that we're looking forward to. We just got through talking about Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and company. Uh, they are traveling to Carolina, a group that we haven't touched on at all today. Uh, but they they lost a tough one against the Rams, everybody's beloved Los Angeles Rams. Shout out to David Berger, uh, good, good buddy of ours uh, who, who reps the Rams. Uh, Bucks travel to Panthers. H- how do we feel about this game? Uh, do we think... Jameis Winston has any sort of bounce back in him whatsoever. Fellas, what do you think? 
it's Thursday night. It's going to be a low-scoring game. They have been forever. Um, CMC is probably the only one worth really watching for. That's all I got. Should just to throw this out there real quick, as I look at this slate, uh, according to what I'm viewing currently, uh, this game has the fourth highest over-under on the week, and it's at 49-and-a-half. Wow. Yeah, but it's Thursday night. All, uh, I would say all so, generically, but – but most of them are like really low scoring, so I, I'm not really. Yeah, I'm not arguing. Yeah. I'm not arguing. At all. I'm just saying that, that apparently Vegas or somebody in Vegas, whomever has the authority to post this, yeah, <laughs> yeah. saying uh, Carolina is a seven point favorite and, and the over under is forty nine and a half. So I'm just curious how the how the game shakes out. And and I want to throw this out there real quick now. I think that it's about to get really disgusting for Jameis in this game because the Carolina pass rush, uh, I think, will make him look real bad. Really bad, really, really bad. So if you don't, if so, if you if you're playing a league with defenses, man, go go get you some Carolina defense, for real. <laughs> yep, totally agree. It's not one I'm not not definitely not looking forward to watching. I, I will because it's a Thursday night game and I don't do anything else on Thursday nights. But it's um, it'll probably be pretty ugly. Like I'd be surprised if either team hit twenty, and if, if Carolina would, I think, but I don't think. Tampa Bay will. So it's going to be ugly. I don't. Yeah. And nothing else. <laughs> Everyone's beloved Curtis Samuel uh, didn't didn't quite didn't quite yeah, right. cut the mustard. <laughs> uh, maybe he bounces back. I don't know, but <laughs> it's like they have a wide receiver one already. Two of them, in fact. One of them's a running back, but you know whatever. <laughs> yeah, All I saw right. I saw a tweet somewhere out there about how up, upset people were that um that Cam couldn't support, you know, two top like, twenty four wide receivers, a top twelve um tight end and a, a top running back and himself be right. a top five QB. It's like <laughs> Why aren't all the top players Carolina players? This is ridiculous, Cam Newton. <laughs> Get on it. <laughs> and and Jameis, too. Jameis, I think, right, was part right, of right. some other tweet along there. But, man, the expectations. Right. D- does anyone give the Buccaneers a shot to win this game, period? Uh, one word answers. Gabe. Yeah. Should. What's the spread? No. Oh, shot. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Carolina Carolina's a seven-point favorite. Uh yeah. At home. At home. On a short no. week. <laughs> Shoot. No. Dwight. Sure. <laughs> Peter. Yes. Yeah, I think so. Look at look at you contrarians go. I love it. Uh but again, I don't think it's gonna be pretty, and you're right about that pass rush, but Winston actually doesn't get those chains called back a couple of times we could get some variants and i f- i feel like not like tyler's right about thursday night games but wasn't last year like a little weird like weren't thursday night games going off pretty regularly there was there Am was I wrong one. About that? It, it was hit or miss but i think the majority of them are really really low yeah in yeah. general i just thought last year was a little, not that there's that a couple anything, of them yeah i think so yeah i'm surprised by that over under j mike yeah, that's what got me. Right, nine and a half, like that's yeah. that's higher than the the Dolphins Patriots. 
But like <laughs> J-Mike said, scoring's up. So maybe Vegas just thinks scoring's going to be up a little bit this year. So maybe that'll look like a terrible line compared to the others. I don't know. <laughs> like if 49's going to be... <laughs> 49's a new 27, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm possibly a fish, but I would be all over that under. if Right. <laughs> right. Sort of. Yeah, I, th I think they're just that expecting man. the defense to underperform, I guess, perhaps. But I don't know. Anywho, I, I, I'm, I'm, I, I think the one thing that I am excited to see is uh, what does this next step of the Buccaneers offense look like? Because I think that, that we, we need more questions answered regarding <laughs> can the offense, can the offensive line be better? Can Mike Evans bounce back uh, in, in a short week and, and be hopefully healthy and garner the targets that we hope? Will Chris Godwin continue to lead the way? Will O.J. Howard continue to disappoint? Can Cameron Brait actually score a touchdown without it being called back by DeMar Dotson? Holding penalty, friggin' jerk. Um, and, I mean, it's just it's awful. It's awful. I watched it. Because one of the cool things about it is Cameron Brait, while, while a lot of us don't really like him, uh, just because we feel like to some degree kind of holds I do. Back. I like him. He he. Okay, so that makes at least two of us. Uh, so so Cameron Brake, like he had this beautiful, beautiful toe tap in the back of the end zone uh, in, in the game, and it got called back because of the holding penalty. But and and nobody's ever going to care anything about it because he's actually better than what we think, and Jameis has eyes for him. So, anywho, um, and and for Carolina, as far as Carolina goes, uh, can we see DJ Moore take another step forward? And can we see Cam Newton? Uh, not be affected by by a pass rush that that doesn't doesn't scare you at all. And can he can he again at all? And can he can he again show that hopefully he's healthy from that funny ankle that he was dealing with? Because uh, he he gave a single digits. I think I think in most of the leagues I had him in, he had like six points, which was super disappointing. Um, yeah, I had a really super flex league where I got a full ten points from my quarterbacks this week. By the way, <laughs> like maybe. <laughs> <laughs> what was that cam and uh mitch trubisky it was rough marcus mariota riding the bench like a hater man it was <laughs> like a hater <laughs> just staring up at me <laughs> pa howdy right <laughs> all right boys anything else this night we want to hit on you want to touch on ab or anything Oh, God. Well, just drop has down. everyone yeah, seen the latest John news Bosch story the before they do we? <laughs> we don't have to. I mean, it's just. Yeah, if, if you have anything you want to say on it, go for it. Go for it. Go for it. No, I'm good. I just didn't know. I, I cut out a little bit before we went on air and everything. So I don't know if we touched on it or not before. So I was just going to throw it out it. like a gramble. Yeah. What you will fight over it. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't think, um, I don't think anything needs or can be said uh just because we we don't we don't know <laughs> we, yeah exactly yeah uh, i will say if we have to sit and wait you know it is i would it is. i would say if this story if this has legs then you know i'm not going to be on the thelma and louise cliff anymore i'm i'm more than happy to walk away from for this new story compared to the others like i'm not going to be on the ab train if this one has legs that's no, bad. it's it's silly like headlines because yeah by the time this thing comes out, he's going to have been released by the Patriots, signed in the CFL. What a roller coaster, man. What a roller coaster. I know. I don't know if, yeah. 
I'm trying to compare it to, you know, they've compared it to T.O. And I don't even know if it's no. that. No, this isn't far beyond that, man. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, of course, this is far no, 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 I'm, I mean, overall. Overall, this, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. So condensed, man. It all happened once. Right. Well. Yeah. Every week, something. Mm-hmm. Do you think it was planned, though? So you can get to New England, though? You know, maybe it was working the system to get to New England, get out of Pittsburgh, and then I honestly thought, other than other than tonight's you know news that dropped, you think the rest of it was just uh, 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 a you know thing. behind closed door type thing? I want to get out and get to New England. Yes, I thought oh, he I knew. Know, he he I thought he the, knew the he'd go to the Patriots part. long before we did, but um, yeah, this makes me think maybe maybe I don't know. I don't even know. Shutting you know, up. Throw a hissy fit, and then I want to you know I go where I want to. When you consult with media, social media experts on how to get released, yeah, it, it was, yeah. Well, none of us are going to do a better job at it than, um, I've forgotten his name as soon as I tried to say it. Um, Indianapolis Colts punter, radio star now. Pat McAfee. Right. Go, just Pat go watch McAfee. his video on what he thinks. Uh, oh, having a night. Like, no, none of us are going to beat that rendition. So <laughs> that's yeah. basically the theory. I mean, just in, in general, though, as far as players having the ability to kind of have a little bit more control in the game, I think is ultimately what's trying to be done. I mean, this is a, yeah. a conversation that could take hours to talk about. But, I mean, I, I've talked to J. Mike before, and I think we even talked about it on the show, uh, about NBA players you know, asking for trades and things and trying to gain control. And there, there is a lot of power in the NBA as far as what players have, but not so much in the NFL that the control is just not there. And, and same with the money. I mean, it's not near what the NBA is. So if I can see them trying to do that and there are things like this um, or even just holdouts in general, you know, People were worried that Julio wasn't going to play week one. I mean, uh, there are, there were a lot of other stories besides Antonio Brown that w- we had concerns about um, just as far as like players moving around and players kind of getting what they want individually versus what some other team wants. They're, they're trying to get the control out of these NFL owners' hands um, as much as they can <laughs> – Ultimately, they can't. I mean, they can't really, but and they can't escape the media apparently, or or some deep dark secret, whatever. So, but they're trying to gain back control. They're trying to gain back control. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I'd be all for it. I always root for people over companies myself, so that'd be that'd be fine by me. Yep. All I know is Saquon Barkley uh, not a running back one this week. Just want to throw that out there. Not Ooh. a running back in week one. Wow. Uh, suck, suck it, haters. Take take that, Brian Har. Party <laughs> Har, 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 Har. Mm. Uh But anywho, that's a yeah. uh, I'm going to him guy. right now, Jamie. <laughs> Damian Williams was. Just that out. Oh, my God. Malcolm so Brown bad. was, too. Top 12 right yeah. back. We didn't talk that. Yeah. All right. We're done. But that was that was weird. That was weird that I was 
it's what I'm we like, expected. We just didn't think it was going to be Malcolm Brown. <laughs> and like it, everyone thought it was going to be there for Gurley, which was it was fine. The snaps were fine, Good, but fine. just the efficiency of Malcolm Brown on his limited snaps, I think, is going to have people tripping. I got a 2021st offer for Malcolm Brown today. It's like, come on, man. <laughs> Stop it. He's probably going to get the red zone work, though, right? I mean, who are you going to want to smash into something? It's probably not your prize, Todd Gurley. You know, you don't you don't take your Ferrari into a, a bumper car race. You take your Malcolm Brown, you know? All right. <laughs> Metaphors. Undrafted free agents mattering. Just putting that out. Yeah, it's part of your profile. It, it literally um, is. Yeah, I know. I was just looking at it while I was tagging everyone in our description. And shall I use that as a segue, J. Mike, to let these people out of here and say some things about themselves that may be in their profile or may not be? I think this is why Um, you are a professional podcaster. I don't think that's true one bit, but we're here and we're family and it's a gosh darn good time. Uh, Yeah, this was great. A Fabulous, fabulous night for everyone here. I, I, I had fun, guys. It's so fun. It's, it's just feels good to. I mean, we, we bullshit about no show sheet, but holy cow, is it easy when, when you've got sixteen games of NFL between weeks of podcasting? You don't need no fucking show sheet. I'll tell you what. So, uh. We will do a little bit of a roundtable here around the horn. Whatever thing you want to say about yourself or myself or your mother or about an undrafted free agent. Um, P.A. Howdy, we will start with you because you're a legend. Not, none of those things are true. Um, yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. I would like to use my last words to say you should all go listen to uh, the Dummy Blitz on the Dynasty Dummies feed. I listened to it on the way home from work today, and it was relaxing, especially for a guy who obviously doesn't watch football because, you know, that's for, like, big, strong, smart people, and I'm not any of those things. Um, I just wait for the data to come in. And uh, the Dummy Blitz was really good. It's a really, really fun way to... Uh, Soak in all your NFL content. It's really all you need. So go check that out. Nice. Thank goodness. And I, I didn't have to say it. <laughs> right. Way out. I thought he, I, you know he's not going to say it. You know he's I thought I'd take it. the glory, frankly, because someone yeah. needs to, and J. Mike doesn't. And it's it's mm-hmm. really good. It's really it's a really good way of getting NFL content. It's entertaining. I do want to. I do kind of want to call out J Mike for that though, because it seems like he, he released his dummy blitz today. You know, we talked mm-hmm. about earlier, Sammy, John Ross, Rojo, they all had their days and then he drops a podcast, you know, within 24 to 48 hours. Is that, is that a coinka dink J Mike? Or um, is there something to do with that? Did you flex a little bit today? <laughs> are we just gonna have to listen to find out yeah that, that <laughs> case. Uh, it was an awesome show it on the dynasty dummy feed uh check check it out uh it'll be it's typically 15 minutes this time we went into overtime 16 games a lot going on uh so yeah about 19 minutes long so see, see what i had to say about it <laughs> that's a, wow that's hard to yeah impressive impressive Blitz, baby. All right, on to the next. Dwight, the people's champ. Hey. My guy, what have you got to say about yourself and other things that you're doing? Hey, oven mitts up. best. Was that? The oven mitts best. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at FF People's Champ, which is coined by this show. You guys gave me this awesome idea for a name, and now I've kind of run with it. 
Um, working on the Debbie Happy Hour every week with Commissioner McGriff and Ray Garvin. Ray GQ, who's just like one of the most brilliant college football guys I've ever met in my life. So a couple really good guys that kind of carry me through that and write some my IDP stuff at a DLF and just kind of just getting where I can get it, man. So happy to be on here. Thanks, guys. That's it. Absolutely. Thanks. Um, thank you, my friend. Uh, some couple of vet. We, yeah, like I said, we got vets, man. We, I mean, Pete's been on, you know, close to the exec producer. Mm. Yo, Jake. Somebody needs to come out of retirement there. Yeah. Better watch your back, son. I think, <laughs> I think, uh, Pete's waiting for that baton. All right. Um, but yeah, Dwight's been around too. And, and as well as our final. I don't guess it will um, kind of lead us out here with, with whatever you have to say. I was scared you weren't going to podcast with us, Tyler, so I'm happy you could make it uh, make it out with us. What have you got to yeah, say I was to having, people? Yeah, I was having some technical difficulty, but I got on. And thanks again for having me on for the third time. And uh, you can catch me on Twitter at Tyler Belosky. And uh, catch me live on uh, Saturday nights or Sunday mornings, depending on how I feel that time, with my son, Eli with the Tyler and Eli Fantasy Football Tips podcast. And we're doing it live this year. Um, just going to be easier with my new work schedule. And for all those out there, just remember D.D. Westbrook and uh, Dante Pettis are garbage. And Cody Latimer is the man. <laughs> Holy shit. What a, what a brand to stand on. Uh, Go respect uh, it. Thanks, guys. Go to respect <laughs> Thank you, Tyler. Hey. Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I'm going to say it live. Happy birthday. Hey. Happy birthday to your son. Yeah, Eli, big right. 12 today. Turned 12 and okay. uh, going strong. Four years in the, the podcast business, and he's loving it. He gets, Perfect. He, his takes are way better than mine. Yeah. So when you listen, agree with him. So, so like he likes <laughs> DD and stuff? He likes <laughs> I don't think he likes DD, but I think he likes Corey Davis a little bit better. Oh, I like him. I like him even more than I did before, which is hard to, hard to do. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. He's he's a birthday boy today. Yeah. Happy happy birthday to Eli from the open bar. Hey. Um, you know, cheers with some Nesquik, something yeah, yeah. something of the likes. <laughs> uh J Mike, my dude, what have you got to say? Man, what a pleasure. What an absolute pleasure it is for us to be able to continue to do this. Um, I, I'm thankful for it. And, and this is a special group to me because we, we've we had these guys on before and just the conversation always flows uh, when you have typically have folks that you're comfortable with. And Dwight, obviously, Dwight and I have been in the league together for, was it season number three, Dwight? Three or four for us? I think uh, so. And we and 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 I have been able to chop it up with Dwight in person on a couple of occasions, so he's like a brother to me at this point. Uh, grateful for him. Suge's always fun to chop it up with, and, and another one of those nicknames from the from the show, Suge T. Holla. Uh, back when back when the Saints were needing somebody to play tight end, anybody. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and, and uh, Peter Howell, <laughs> the Indomitable, uh, another brother of mine. Thank you, Peter, for for being able to join us this evening, man. It's always good to chop it up with you guys. Everybody in the chat. Thank you guys for showing us love, for rocking with us this evening. We had a blast. Uh, it's always a fun time here at the Open Bar to be able to let your hair down uh, or keep it up if you're gay, if you want to, whatever. Whatever it's floats your boat. business tonight, baby. Come on. <laughs> whatever floats your boat. Uh, we just appreciate you all uh, rocking with us. 
Uh, obviously, if you checking us out on any of the podcast catchers of your choice, Stitcher, uh, Podbean, Spotify, and yes, we'll be back to iTunes soon, everyone. Bear with us. We'll, we'll be there soon. Uh, but what, wherever you are, wherever you're listening, thank you. Uh, share this with a friend if you want to rate us or review us. If you want to subscribe to our YouTube channel, we'd appreciate that, too. Uh, and and, and uh, one of the things that we don't shout out near enough, we've got some fun merch over at theopenbar.storeenvy.com. Uh, the classic open bar T-shirt, the girls' clout cookies T-shirts. Um, come check us out. Get get with us. Uh, we appreciate you guys again. Thank you so much for our guests, for the chat, for anybody rocking with us. Uh, it's your boy J Mike here at J Mike Check on Twitter at J M I C Check. Uh, the show's handle is at the Open Bar Pod on Twitter, and my best half, my better half, Bun G G Squared, uh, hair up, hair down, don't care, everywhere uh, on Twitter at FF man bun Gabe take us home mm, so good to be back so good to be not podcasting from a bed uh, <laughs> I dropped in to just say hello to the IDP guys I wake um, up just to get down <laughs> <laughs> that's that's some shit right there I'm telling you that's hey I, I love that. Uh, um, whose kid was that? Dwight. Uh, you don't have to say him publicly, but they were. They were that was awesome. Uh, yeah. That was, whatever. It was amazing. And I love that. I had to tag you on that. It was cool. Yeah. Love, love, love that. Um, what what J Mike is saying is a, or singing rather, is a, an intro uh, <coughs> of, of mine that is featured on Dwight's podcast, The Devi Happy Hour. Go and check that out. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. This was, this was a, this was a good time. It's a good time. No complaints. Can't complain about things. The NFL is here. Just, uh, excited to, you know, be wrong about things, be right about things, be overexcited about things, be underexcited about things. I don't know. We're just going to let it play out and, and do the best that we can. We're, we're just here to, <laughs> I don't know, give it to y'all and, and let y'all, uh, discuss it. Uh, Hey, Mike, I think that's it. Shoot. What what else? What else are we going to say? Are we here next week? We're here. I, you've, been, we're, uh, you've been working. <laughs> I've been this is DM. week one, man. Week one. And he, he's like, we're, we're, we're booked to what? D- December. Is that right? We're booked. No, through not, not quite. <laughs> we, we, we can get through halfway to October, though. So uh, and, and to anybody who would love to come and kick it with us for a bit on the open bar, um, Reach out, man. Sometimes I'm I'm not I'm not the best about reaching out to folks that I that I haven't necessarily done a ton of talk with previously. But happy to have you guys on. So if you would holla at us, um, reach out to my DMs. They are not open. <laughs> you do you would have to we'd have to follow each other for that to happen. But uh, you can always tweet at me or whatever. But anyway, yeah. Um, and speaking of uh, mine speaking are of, open. Well, games are open. Come uh, on but, in. But speaking of speak, speaking of, uh, I'll wake up just to Shit get down. Uh, pre- preview of next week's episode. Uh, <laughs> what in the world? Full circle. I'm Finally done. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Man. No. Oh my gosh. Hey man, I don't judge. You be into what you're into. I'm just happy for you. I'm never going to Austin. I'll tell you that. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, they do down there. Like, it's bigger in Texas, like... I guess. <laughs> 
You know, you don't know what these no, shits bro, are no, in Texas. No, huh? no, no, we've got to go. Oh my God. You know, you know a thing or two about shaman. Hmm? <laughs> oh. Oh. All right. <laughs> if you don't you get, sure? if you, you don't get that. Joke, if you don't get that joke, press press rewind about two hours, and you'll, you'll get it. We always we always come full circle. That's that's the grind. Shout out to Lebrec. I shot you always, from the um, <laughs> All right, let's. Uh, I don't think we have anything else to say. I, uh, yeah, we we said everything. We'll be here next week. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Cheers up to the uh, the camera, my people. Whether that's a pound, that is a drink, that is our people out there listening. If you're still chilling with us in the chat, cheers to you. Cheers to everyone. Um, we will. Uh, we'll see y'all next week, huh? Deuces. <laughs>